For 75 podcasts now, I've been talking about and relating my experience with my personality disordered wife. I'm not going to put a label on her. But did I see any red flags when we were dating, when we were just getting to know each other? Did I see the red flags in the wind? Welcome to this 75th podcast of my inner torch. For 75 podcasts, I've been talking about my journey and my experiences with, as I said, my personality disordered wife. I hate putting labels. I did start the podcast uh, back podcast number one, two, three, four, through many, many podcasts, labeling my wife as a borderline. And then I came to the conclusion as I did more knowledge seeking and research that maybe she wasn't borderline. Maybe she was narcissistic. Maybe she was a vulnerable narcissist. She wasn't an overt one. Maybe she was a covert narcissist. Maybe she was, um, you know, sort of uh, metamorphosing into being a borderline narcissistic person. Comorbid is the statement that they use or the term that they use. But when it comes down to really thinking about it, can we place a label on somebody who's just being abusive? Why do we have to call them a borderline when it's so difficult to diagnose? Why do we call them a narcissist? Does it give us any more comfort other than the fact that they, they, they love bomb us, they idolize us, and then they end up discarding us, devaluing us, casting us aside. They're just abusive people. They're people who don't recognize us for their value. But do we see red flags in the wind? And I can relate to you several red flags that I saw over 20 years ago when I was dating my wife. In fact, I have to give my wife credit where credit is due because in many ways, she gave me what I like to call black swans. That's information in very important information in the things that she said or related to me over the years. And I guess I was naive or perhaps I didn't want to acknowledge those red flags waving in the wind. Maybe I cast them aside. Maybe I gave my wife emotional allowances. But I do remember my wife telling me when we were dating, I get bored very easily. Okay. That was a red flag. That's a red flag of a narcissist. That's a red flag maybe of a borderline, of somebody who kind of uses you up and then spits you out, somebody who discovers the novelty of you and then kind of sees the, sees the I guess, the, the less than uh, attractive qualities about you as they get to know you. So when she said, I get bored very easily, I, maybe I should have thought twice before engaging in her, in the relationship with her going further. And then there was once when we were married some years ago, um, when my wife relayed to me, when she was devaluing me in a conversation, she said, you know, when I'm into someone, there's nothing I wouldn't do for them. I would get them gifts. I would think about what they like. I would cook their favorite dish. Well, that was another red flag because that's what my wife did when she was love bombing me. She would do anything for me. And now she could care less. Now she's thoughtless. Now she comes out with statements like she said back in Valentine's day, when I went ahead and got her some flowers and got her some chocolates and got her a gift. And her response was, Oh, I didn't realize we were celebrating Valentine's day. 
This coming from a person who kept reminding me and telling me, you know, Valentine's Day is on Monday. You know, Valentine's Day is on the 14th of February. Well, I knew that. I had already made arrangements to recognize her. And what does she do for me? Absolutely nothing. Thoughtlessness. Red flags waving in the wind. Do we pay attention to them? Do we perhaps knowingly ignore them? That's the challenge that I present to you because there are red flags and sometimes we choose to be blind to them. And I can think back now over 21 years and I can find those red flags like a referee throwing a yellow flag on a football field. I can see them, but for some reason I ignored them. I didn't really give them much thought or I just kind of forgave them. I didn't really think that there was anything different. We spend so much time trying to label these people who abuse us. As I said at the beginning of my podcast, we spend a lot of time trying to put them in a box. And maybe we do that because it makes it easier for us to accept their behaviors. Maybe if I say that my wife is a confirmed borderline or narcissist, that makes her behavior okay. But you know what? At the end of the day, it doesn't make her behavior okay. It doesn't give her an allowance to behave the way that she does. It doesn't and shouldn't allow her to continue to devalue me, discard me, and place no importance to our relationship. It doesn't forgive the fact that she stormed out of our bedroom over eight months ago, and there seems to be no chance of reconciliation, yet she accepts this as normal behavior. Well, it's not. And how many times am I going to see that red flag, see that this is not a normal relationship and continue to allow it to give that emotional allowance? How long will I do that? How long will you do that? Do you see red flags waving in the wind? What do you do with them? Myinnertorch at gmail.com. I always appreciate your correspondence, your experiences as I continue to share mine. 75 podcasts. I go back to September 29th, I believe, 2020 in starting this journey with you. And if you've been with me for that entire time, you know that I've gone through a lot of different stages, confusion, not accepting, uh, allowing, and I'm still here each and every day, much like you, a continued survivor, a survivor of, of an experience that I shouldn't be going through. I should have more self-value. I should have more self-esteem. So should you. We shouldn't put up with this. We shouldn't allow this, yet we do. So think, take a moment to think, why? Why do you accept this? Is it logistically impossible for you to leave the situation? Is it financially impossible for you to leave the situation? Do you share children with this person or are you simply afraid of that change? The one thing we can always count on in these relationships is change. It's always changing. Their behaviors are unpredictable and they always change. And there's really no evolution There's no moving forward 
with these behaviors because they don't change. That's why you end up having circular conversations. That's why you end up enduring gaslighting. You are living in their sense of reality. And their sense of reality, it's called cognitive dissonance, doesn't exist. The world that these people see and that they manufacture for themselves and that they include us in doesn't exist. It just doesn't. You know, they are out of touch with reality. They are disordered people. They need help. They probably won't get it. And so if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably curious. You're probably on your own journey. You're probably trying to find out as much knowledge as you can. And you're comparing notes. That's what I've been doing. That's why I spent many years on the Quora boards, learning from other people's experiences and comparing them to my own. If that gives you some sense of solace, that's great, but it should give you some sense of understanding that you shouldn't put up with this. You shouldn't. Nobody should be in a relationship where they feel they don't belong, where they feel that the other person just doesn't care, that we are serving that other person and we are essentially subject to their whim or whims. Think about it. New episodes uploaded each and every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. MyInnerTorch at gmail.com. I appreciate your input. I appreciate your support. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Be well, and in whatever you do, be good. This has been My Inner Torch. <laughs>